running a uh, a tad bit late, which normally is not a huge issue, but uh, tonight is poker night down here in the uh, 222 studios. Yes. Probably. So yes. that's going to be a lot of fun. And I'm running late. Yeah. And it's not a big deal normally, but we do have to switch. It's like when the uh, Wells Fargo Center has a basketball game in mm. the afternoon and a hockey game at night. They yeah. got to go from hockey or basketball to hockey in that case. We have to go from recording a dopey podcast to playing dopey poker. Got to rip this stuff down. That's right. Well, actually, we're not going to rip it down. Oh. We are not going to rip it down. We're okay. going to move it to the side. Oh. We're just going to slide it over here, and then I still have my dad's folding table from Thanksgiving. Oh, there we and go. And we're going to set up the folding table. Well, that works. Which is going to be way too big for the amount of guys that we have, but we won't even have to touch each other or talk to each other if we don't want to. Hey, that's good. I'm yeah. all about not touching other men. Really? Well, some days. Uh, but uh, that should be good. So hey, a couple things, a couple, uh, a little bit of show business, since we don't have time to talk about it off the air. Yes. Uh, we'll talk about it right now. Uh, how do you feel about our upcoming very first Christmas episode? I, I'm, I'm excited. Uh, okay. I don't know why. I mean, we haven't really discussed it before, but I'm, I, that, the sound of that makes me excited. How do you want to handle said Christmas episode? It'll be uh, episode number 28. This is episode number 27. Uh, the, in the past, when I've done podcasts, uh, we've done more of a music show Oh, in the sense that then people can maybe listen to it to help them get into the holiday spirit or keep them in the holiday spirit. I like that. And then we kind of come in and do little itty-bitty uh, little talk breaks here yeah. and there. It was and the night before Christmas and all through the house. Not a creature was stirring, not even a drunken Robbie as yeah. he falls down the steps <laughs> on Christmas morning. <laughs> That happens. <laughs> so <laughs> often we, we can talk about that. We have to talk about when we uh, when we want to uh, record. So we yeah. have we have lots to get into. We what, do. What works best for you next week? I'm off next week. You're a jerk. I know. I work next week. I'm off between Christmas and New Year. Oh yeah, I say I have off before. Ah. Well, I have off three days after too. <laughs> but it, it's beside the point. It's beside the point. It's erroneous. See, I feel this is this, you're the second person to do this to me. Where I'm feeling, <laughs> I'm all pumped up. I'm like, I just got to work next week. Then I have that whole week off in between. And you're the second person that's like, well, I have off next week, and then like three days the following week. So you're the second person to kind of bone me when it yeah. comes to day off. I'm feeling good and looking forward to my days off, and then you swoop in with your superior well, amount of well, days it's off. Really weird because because I had to do because you know I had off today, I go back to work Monday, okay, and I'm off the rest of the week. Oh, so you work Monday, Monday, and then I'm and then I wor- work. No, I'm off Monday after Christmas. No, yeah, off Monday after Christmas because that's the that's the that's, that's the, the natural holiday. holiday. Yeah. And I think I'm back Tuesday and Wednesday, and then off Thursday, Friday, and then the following Monday. So it's like Swiss cheese of vacation. You're gonna days. get confused. I am. See, if if you had to go into an office, you would absolutely I'd be fired. forget to go in. At this point, I'd be fired because yeah. I would never go in. <laughs> I'd just be like, oh, wait, I'm supposed to go into the office. Thank God for my iPhone because it reminds me of my meetings. It reminds you where you have to be. Where I have to be. Whether or not everything. you're on the clock or not. Without this, I just walk in circles and run into walls all day. All day without my iPhone. So prior to the iPhone, Robbie was just a lost cause. A blithering idiot. A blithering idiot. And now since then, he is... Firing on all cylinders. Not so much blithering. No, just, just an idiot. Just an idiot. Well, you gotta you gotta upgrade every now <laughs> yeah, and again. It's an improvement. It's an improvement. You know, small steps, little itty bitty steps. Phenomenal. Beer. Yes, we are drinking uh, to start with a mm. Sweetwater Hash Session IPA because it's nice and low in uh, alcohol content. And I don't like IPAs all that much, but this Sweetwater stuff is just amazing. This is a smooth little uh, beverage. Yeah, it's a little ditty. All right, so we'll record. Uh, I was thinking Thursday. Okay. Because I have a lot of hockey games next week. Oh, that's right. That gets going on uh, Wednesday that's and Friday. Right. So 
How's Thursday? Thursday's fine. Thursday's good? Thursday's good. Thursday's good. So we got lots of stuff I want to get into tonight. Uh, first of all, it's cold out. Uh, I want to talk about uh, some weird commercials that are driving me nuts. I also want to talk about uh, the elf on the shelf. So we have an elf on the shelf, and quite frankly, most days, it drives me a little batty. It seems like a lot of work. It is a lot of work. And it's not the work. It's uh, how creative you want to be. It's also remembering. And my wife has been forced to set an alarm, and that alarm has already come back to bite us in the tuchus oh. at least once. <clears throat> so, so when to move things and yes. when to stage and all yeah, that weird it's stuff. A, it's, a, it's, a, it's a tremendous pain in the butt. And then uh, there's also people who think it's a little creepy, and uh, there's a whole thing. We'll, we'll get into it coming up here in just a little bit. Uh, a lot of other stuff I'd like to touch on if we have time. It's episode 27 of the 222 podcast, two guys, two drinks, and two snacks. He's Robbie, I'm Mike, and we're getting things going right about now. If you could only see what's happening while that song's playing. It's so pretty. It's not pretty. This it's song's not pretty. pretty. This song is pretty. It's a little Garth Brooks. It's yeah, Christmas. It's nice. We have about, uh, what is it, like nine days until Christmas It's now? crazy. It's crazy. It's uh, just flown by. You know, they always tell you that when you get older, time flies by faster, and you're like, that makes no sense. Why would it fly by faster? But it absolutely does. Because we're so busy. It's not, that we're, it's not that we're busy, too, but it's, uh, I mean, it is that we're busy, but it's not just that. It's, it's also that... I think you have more time in your time bank, and that makes a month seem shorter. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, when you're a kid, you've only lived a handful of months, so a month seems like forever. Yeah. And now it's like, you blink and it's... It's gone. It's summertime, and then you blink and it's winter, and you blink and it's Christmas, and then it's New Year's, and then, it, then it's just boring for a few months. I mean, it was just Thanksgiving. I know, it's so weird. It was just Thanksgiving, and now we are just days from Christmas, but uh, hopefully, oh. hopefully, mm-hmm. the uh, January, February, and March portion of the year flies by just as fast. Yes. Because once we get to April, you have WrestleMania. I know. I have the Masters. I know. And then we're already thinking about spring. I know. It's great. And then it'll be summertime. Yes. And then, then, and then we'll be complaining again all, very soon that it's Christmas time almost. Well, hopefully not. We're not complaining that it's almost Christmas time. Oh, We're I just am. pointing out that it's almost. You're not ready? Oh, I'm ready. I'm ready to be over. You're, oh, come on. You're a bah humbug. I, 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 I'm 50 50. I'm 50. I, like the whole gift buying thing and then the whole family thing and doing this and this and you have to run every place. That I'm bah humbugging. But like actual like Christmas music and cookies and things decorated, I'm good with that. So do you guys do a lot of traveling on your Christmas day? 
Yeah. All right. And it's it's like you know we have you know, all these families coming together, and then some family doesn't get along with some family. And then you have to do like different things. It just it's just a lot of crap. See, with my wife's family being spread out so much, we really just do my family on mm-hmm. Christmas Day. Oh, that'd be so nice. And then we have a separate day that ends up being like what they call Bookhammer Christmas, which is her uh, her family's Christmas. And this year, it's actually going to be on the Friday. And since I've got this new gig uh, with the Reading Royals, that uh, I'm going to have to leave early and miss like. 90% of it. Wow. It kind of stinks. Well, I think when we have kids, we've already discussed with all the families, if you want to see us, you're going to come to us. Oh, on Christmas Day, we yeah. we are <clears> going <throat> to do it in this area at the very least. Now, we always uh, do this thing. Well, we started it since Lena was born over the last five, six, seven years where we have breakfast at our house uh, with my parents and my sister and her husband. And now that they had a little baby, I mean, she's just tiny. She's just four or five months old. Yeah. So they're still going to come over on Christmas morning, but like next year... Then we're going to go to my sister's yeah. house on Christmas morning, bright and early, and then come back here, hang out for a while, and then go to my parents. So it'll become more of a um, more of a uh, machination. Like there'll be a lot more moving parts yeah. starting next year than there will be this year. Yeah, I'm putting my foot down. I said to my family, "Listen, this is the way it is. If you don't like it, I yeah. don't care." Well, this first like five, six, seven years, it's ha- you know having that Christmas morning in your house yeah. is so cool. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> You well, got to put your foot. You got to. You got to do down. what you got to do. Yeah. Uh, tell people how they can get in touch with us, where they can find us on the social medias. Robbie. So look for us on Twitter at Mike and Robbie on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Mike and Robbie. If you have anything nice to say, even bad to say, go ahead. Shoot us an email two twenty two MNR at gmail dot com. It is, but cold outside Ooh. right now. Like it is brutal. Like it is so cold that it makes you wonder. How anyone lives in parts of the world where it's this cold on a regular basis. Because there are parts of the world where this is like commonplace, especially this time of year. Like this is still out of the ordinary for us here in Reading, Pennsylvania for any time of the year, much less December. And just think about it. There are parts of the year and parts of the world where they just deal with this constantly. All year. I actually like this weather. We're nuts. No, 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 no. I do. No, I see. I don't, I don't, when people say they like this weather, I don't believe them. I do. I love it. You know, I love it because there's no reason to love it. I like to be bundled up. That's fine, but it's painfully cold outside. And I love when you take that deep breath of that cold air and it almost hurts a little bit. Like it just, it's just so refreshing. See, I cold. can't understand this. I do. I love it. I swear to God, I love it. Like, I don't know. I don't. I don't know why. I just. I like the briskness. I feel like everything is, like it's just fresh. Everything is dead because <laughs> it's so cold. <laughs> I like that everything's like, dead. You know what I mean? Like there's no like it's just cold and there's no bugs and there's no whatever and it's just nice and I just like it. I, I just. I love it. I love the cold. I do. But to be out right now and if any part of you is exposed. Whether it's your face or your hands, like just yesterday, because it got so cold, my of course all of my attires were low, yeah. and the check tires lights yeah, came on. Low now. So I had to go to the uh, air pump because I'm a I'm a nutcase, <laughs> and I had to wait in line at the Wawa to pump up my tires because everyone else and their uncles light came yep. on. So mm-hmm. I'm waiting in line to pump my tires, and I finally get out there, and your hands get frozen after pumping up the first tire, and your hands are numb, they're sore, they're painful, and you're trying to get that little tiny little black nipple thing off the top of the end of the nozzle and you can't get it off and you're spinning and spinning and people are looking at you because now there's a line behind yep. you and you have that pressure you're shaking and because I, I got a SUV I got to back it up and turn around to get back in but I got to box people out because people are trying to zoom in yep. while I'm backing up and turning around it is a pain in the ass of epic proportions when it's this cold every year when I do the whole tire thing I always say I'm going to buy an at home air an air compressor. air compressor because it's just easier I'm going to do it 
And then I don't. Every year when it snows, too, I say, I'm going to buy a snowblower this year because I'm yeah. not shoveling another damn shovel of snow. And I don't do it. That's because if you buy a snowblower, it won't snow. I know. Yeah, it won't snow. But then speaking of that, not only do we have the uh, crappy cold weather here over the, net, over the last 48 hours, but now tomorrow it's going to warm up. But prior to that, it's going to snow and sleet and just be miserable in the morning. But it feels so good. No, it does. I don't. I can't possibly I do. wrap my mind around now, it. Now, I, I couldn't deal with this every day, like living in Alaska. This is normal. Like, yeah. I, I mean, I do like the nice fall. I hate the heat and humidity we get, but I do like a nice 70, 80 degree day where you can sit outside, enjoy a fire at night, smoke a cigar. Are you a, a nice seasons beverage. guy? Like, what? do you enjoy all four seasons? I really do. I actually probably enjoy summer the least because, I mean, like the dead, like August end of august you know like that that horrible it feels like it's just thick honestly that doesn't bother me the 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 hotter the better the more humidity i I can deal with that i love spring i love fall i do i'm a seasons guy i need that change because i couldn't now if it was 75 all year round sign me up because see to me like one of the things i wanted to ask you if you could live anywhere in the world where would you live? Because there are some people who would automatically say the Caribbean. Because then it's summer every day. I can be outside and on the beach, and it would just be perfect. To me, the perfect place to be, there's two places I would live. Mm-hmm. I would go to either San Diego, because it's like 75, See, 80 you, you degrees every single day. You took mine. That's because that should, by the way, that should be everyone's answer. Yeah. The fact that we live anywhere other than <laughs> San Diego, like I love Berks County. And yeah. if you say this on the radio, people get upset. Why are you always bashing Berks County? Because do you live here? It's not the bashing <laughs> Berks County. Here. I love the people here. I love my family here. Yeah. I love the I love the sports teams here. I love the uh, atmosphere. I, I like Berks County. That's why I live here. But the environment, like temperature wise, for like six months of the year, I am literally miserable. Well, I would like I love Vegas because I mean now Vegas is horribly hot. But the reason I like Vegas so much, there's no pollen. There's no out. Like, I'm not, I agree like, with so you. So I love Las it's Vegas. Dry. It's dry. And, and and when they say, oh, it's a dry heat, it, it is 110. But it, it really it, does make a difference. It really does. And I can breathe. So it, it, I don't like the humidity. So Vegas would be is perfect weather for me and San Diego. I hate the West Coast, though. I hate See, I've never been out to the West Coast. That's why oh. I think San Diego is such this uh, beacon of hope weather-wise for me. Even though I've never been there, I have friends. Some of my best friends lived out there for forever, mm-hmm. and he moved back. Yeah, I, I mean, can't understand coming back. The thing, you, I can't afford to live over there. Well, I can't. I mean, it's just so Obviously. insanely expensive. I can barely afford to live here. <laughs> it's so it, – like a bottle of water is $34. I mean, it's insane. It, but the weather is 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 really nice, and it's a nice – it's it's just a gorgeous area. The mountains and, you know, like the – and then when you're close to the water, and it just – it's so neat. It's so neat in the West Coast. But I just – it's nice to visit. The problem is, see, I, <clears throat> all of the things I like to do outside of, like, play cards is uh, – they're outdoor activities. Like, I like to work out and try to stay uh, reasonably healthy, mm-hmm. and I like to play golf. And I like to run around and chase my mm-hmm. daughter outside. Those are the only things I want to do. And for six months of the year, I can't do that here. I think what I love to do more than anything, I love setting up a fire outside at night, have enough beverage, smoking a cigar. But like the, even the wintertime, you, you can do that. But it's so now it's so cold. See, you, this can't, is, you can't do anything in you this You can't weather. do anything. But like traveling around all day today, we were running around and we had a whole bunch of stuff to do. It's just nice, like see, that's the worst to me. That's see, the, that, that's what I like. No, it's just, I don't sweat. I'm just like, oh, it's just when you get and then you get out of that store that's so hot and you got there's like, oh, I want to take off my pants. It's so nice. I love it. You take off your pants and then like in 33 seconds, your little buddy would have frostbite. <laughs> 
These are the chances I'm willing to take. <laughs> it's just crazy, man. <laughs> I, I just I can't wrap my mind around anyone, and I, I get I get I get it's different uh, different what, different folks for different strokes. Whatever they say, you know, everyone has their own uh, temperature they're comfortable in. Everyone has their own thing that they enjoy, and I get that, and I respect that, and more power to you. But that's one thing. Like I try to be open minded, but that's one thing I really can't even like- I, can't, I can't even possibly try to understand it. Yeah, like my I'm- hands are cold all the time. Yeah. See, I don't mind my my hands. My hands get dry this time. Like that's feel my hands. This is not feel my hands. Oh my god! They are like that from November until April. I yeah, that's not good. (laughs) It's awful. (laughs) I hate it. I hate every second. I keep our house at sixty six degrees during the winter. Now, see, I'm okay with like keeping the home uh, around sixty five to seventy. I'm 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 okay with keeping it chilly because I I do like cool weather. Yeah, but when you get outside, and we're—I mean, we're not talking cool right now. The temp. Let me. I'm going to look at what the temperature is on I'd my little uh, weather app right 12? now. If if you're lucky, it's 12 degrees right Tw- now. 21, really? No, it is 20 degrees. Feels like 15, and that's warm. That's the one. Of, that's probably as warm as it's been. But all here's day. the thing: that wind, though, that wind picks up, and it's like, whoo, oh, yesterday was doggy. disgusting. Yesterday, you again could not be outside. I just like I said, San Diego to me, even though I've never been there, I know it's expensive. I just want that climate. I want that yeah. climate year round. And another thing, well, I know it gets cold there, but I would like to live in like Phoenix. I know it has its moments where it gets kind of chilly, but to me, that has that same kind of dry thing mm-hmm. as Vegas, and yeah. it's, it's close enough to Vegas where you can go visit. Yeah, but you don't have to live there year yeah. round. Yeah, yeah. I've never been to Arizona. I've only like had a layover in Arizona. Yeah, I'd like to go. I've never I, been. I just feel like it would be the best place. But there, there are times like this is the time of year. And again, you say this to certain people, and they take it so personally. It has nothing to do with you. It has nothing to do with people. It has nothing to do with that I can't deal with the cold. I walk outside, and I just wonder why anyone lives here. Oh, like people that's, are just so. <laughs> you have no idea, man. You have no. You really. You're 100 percent right, but you have no idea. I know. I just no idea. Just take drink a beer and shut it. Yeah, they they just it's they take everything so absolutely literally. I, know. Just, I but they're they, I, I mean I can I can't deal with this weather and thank goodness that it's coming to an end except for the fact we're going to get some snow tomorrow morning. So, deal with that <laughs> and uh, bundle up and enjoy a little uh, 222. Uh, hopefully you're listening to this while it is uh, while it's a snowing outside. We'll keep you warm. Hey, uh real quick this elf on the shelf thing. A lot of people do have a good time with it, and I try to be creative with it. Like I, I'll put him in places that uh, I think Lena will find funny, mm-hmm. find amusing. I try, I try to, in, I try to entertain her and make it a bit of a um, not a struggle, but I want to, I want to, I want her to work to find the elf on the shelf in the morning because we don't. He's not. He's almost never on a shelf. Yeah, I don't think anyone really puts him on a shelf anymore. No, it's it's all this creative. I got to give credit to parents. They get really creative with this. I, I, I think will, I need to get there to be a parent. I'm not that creative with that. Like, I got to think like a kid, I guess. Well, here's the thing. You don't – like I'm normally not that creative either, but you get uh, – you when, when you see how much they enjoy it, yeah. it's, it really drives your creativity. Now, do you do this like before school? She looks for it when she wakes up. The first thing she does right now when she wakes up in the morning is she looks for Buddy, our and, elf on the shelf. And she believes it. Yes, yeah, she right now still. That's believes it. so cool. We were a little worried coming into this year, and because she's seven years old, she's going to be eight in January, and we were a little worried that this was going to be the year someone in her grade, somebody she talked to in playground over the summer, one of her friends out at recess was going to say something to her and ruin it. Because neither of us, this is the only kid we have. This is the only kid we're going to have. Yeah, and I, I, I speak for myself, but I'm sure Julie's there with me. Neither of us are ready for her to not be in. 
to Christmas in that little kid way. Yeah. Because, you know, I guess because we're older, you forget about the imagination. Like, we get Santa Claus and, like, things like that. And, like, but these kids get wrapped up in that. And they get wrapped up in the whole. And that's very cool. Yeah. To that imagination type thing. Well, just the, they, they still believe. It's the same thing that uh, I, I, I got caught up in when I took her. We took her down to Disney. You watch her fate. Like, I love Disney because it's fun. Yeah. And me too. You, you get there, and it's like, there are a few places that I can just escape from all the stresses of life other than Disney. I, I, I know I shouldn't because people make fun of you, but I, I adore Disney. First of all, if people make fun of you, you, you give me their names. Okay. Because let me tell you something right now. Because Disney, if you can't have a good time in Disney, there's something seriously wrong with your soul. I, I, I adore Disney. and That I, place is just amazing. I it, would go there every the year. The energy is just so – now, it's crazy, insanely expensive, but it is really – Cool, and I, I'm looking forward to going with kids because we've only gone with as a couple, like Lee and I. So I think it's a whole different experience when you go with children. Well, I, Julie and I went by ourselves, and then uh, my dad, when my daughter was like four, uh, wanted to take or three. I forget how old she was exactly. I know I should remember that, but I, I, my dad wanted. I think it was four. My dad wanted to take the entire family, so we went down and we walked into the Magic Kingdom. We didn't tell her. And you, by the way, I don't ever tell your kids you're going to Disney because then every day of your life for six <laughs> months you're going to be wanting to go to Disney. Are we going tomorrow? So we yeah. woke her up in the morning both times we went. And surprised her with "We're going to Disney." That's today. very cool. It was a lot of fun. Although you don't get the you you don't get you, you don't get the reaction you want when you wake them up from a dead sleep oh, at yeah. like five <laughs> o'clock in the morning. You, you want this? Yeah, and like, you don't get it. You don't. You just don't get it. Uh, <laughs> exactly because kids at five o'clock in the morning. Yeah, just there's no function I mean, there. Me at five o'clock in the morning. Yeah, so uh, you don't get the reaction you want. But uh, we took her down, and I'll never forget the first time. Uh, one of the few times that being a parent has brought tears to my eyes, other than when she was born, we walked into the Magic Kingdom, our first day down there with our daughter. Walked in. We just arrived that morning. Walked in. And as we walked into the Magic Kingdom, first of all, she's losing her mind already. She's, there's Cinderella's <laughs> Castle. You know, there's, uh, there's people everywhere. It's just these buildings on Main Street, USA, right there in the Magic Kingdom. And as soon as we walk in, I S you not. A parade started. Oh, that's cool. Like the parade was for us. <laughs> oh, that's really neat. <laughs> and because we just walked into the parade, we got this prime position on the corner of one of the streets there. And she was a huge, and still to this day, she likes it, but not as much as into it as she was at that time. Huge Toy Story fan. Oh, okay. And I'm not making this up. Within five minutes of us walking into the Magic Kingdom during this parade, both Woody and Jesse who she adored at that time, both walked up to us and I was holding her and like interacted with her. Oh, that's cool. Like she was the only kid in the park. That's really cool. I was looking at her face and thank God I had sunglasses on because <laughs> my parents were there. My sister was there. My wife was there. I didn't want my daughter to see it. I was crying like a baby <laughs> under those sunglasses. It was, just such cool. the, it was the coolest moment. Yeah. I will never forget that as long as I live. I, you know, and it, it's neat. It's almost like the innocence that yeah. they have, and that's what the elephant in the shelf thing. People like poo poo on that too because people poo poo on everything. Poo 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 poo, and it's annoying. They're poo pooers, and I, I mean, I think it's a neat thing. I, I don't know. I, I think now I do find it very funny. The people who do hate it. How they do like the mean things to the elf. Yes. See, it, it is funny. Like the one thing I still to this day, the elf peeing in a fireball whiskey bottle. Every time I see it, Makes I just laugh. laugh out loud. Out loud. L O L literally. 
laugh out loud when I see that. I will tell you that I saw something today, and it was the first time I saw it, Elf on the Shelf wise. And by the way, the same reason that Disney is cool is the reason we do this Elf on the Shelf, and the reason we still wanted to believe in Santa and be wrapped up in the magic of Christmas is because you you can't anymore. You know it's not real. It, while Christmas is still mm-hmm. great, it just takes a little bit away from it. Uh, if you're not super religious, it just takes a little bit away from it because. You know that magic's gone, and now yeah. you, you have that magic with this with your daughter, and it's just like I I know how cool that is, and I watch it. I just want her to never ever stop believing it. I know, I know it's terrible that it is sound. You want her to, I, I know she should grow up, go to college, get married, but just be like four for the rest of your life. <laughs> like she asked me the other day, "Do you want me to call you daddy or dad?" And I'm not ready for her to stop with the daddy yet. Yeah, and I'm just not. That's a daughter father relationship type thing like Leah keeps asking do you want a boy or a girl and really at this point I just don't care but I mean you know you you want a boy because you want to be the football you know you yeah. sports and have fun with and watch the wrestling and, mm-hmm. but at the same time there's that father-daughter relationship until they're teenagers I assume yeah um that's pretty special so yeah it's either way is i would have been fine with both uh, do you have names picked out we do we're all over the place right now let's focus on yeah this. let's we'll, focus we, we do have names picked yeah, out but we are right, we gotta cool. focus we'll, we'll get to, we'll get to but i just i just I, I i love that she believes but the one of the cool things i saw on social media today uh with the elf on the shelf and i haven't seen that i've seen a lot of uh, people put the elf in different kind of uh odd situations like uh with an empty beer bottle <laughs> yeah. uh doing a uh, snow angels and some flour all kinds of goofy things but the best one and this is this is like I'm I'm a lazy guy. <laughs> I openly admit it. Like if there's a way for me to get my work done, like I'll do my work, but I want to do it with as little effort as humanly possible. Mm-hmm. And this is lazy genius at its very best. You know what I'm talking about? Lazy genius. Like someone goes yeah. to great lengths and comes up with a genius idea to not have to do anything. And it's so simple. I mean, but it, it, oh, it's I, the least amount of work. <laughs> such respect. I love it so much. This person. Put what appeared to be a fake cast on the leg of their elf on the shelf with a note from Santa that said, so-and-so, whatever the elf's name was, was not to move for two weeks. That's brilliant. That's brilliant. Doctor's orders. That's brilliant. Shut your face. You got to do that. That is awesome. If it's still working next year, maybe you should do that for a few days. That is awesome. Like it appeared to be like yellow duct tape or something <laughs> with some uh, with some like gauze inside that they wrapped around it to make it look like a cast. And they had like other elves sign the cast. It was perfectly done. You know, it took them all of seven minutes. Yeah. That's... And yet it saved them 45 over the long run. Yeah. It was such lazy genius. I've never seen a more genius Yet lazy maneuver in my life. I, I was I was inspired. I saw one too where they stuck it in like a, a, a bottle, and they buried it with M and M's. And you have to eat all the M and M's for him to come out. I'm like that could take days. Like that's even a good one to get out, get get away with it. Days. You know, days for all those M and M's. Days, days. It's genius. I mean, what, I I love the idea of so the, much of the Elf in the Shell, but it's so much work. So like, much work. We try to come up with places, and people. You mentioned people who poo poo it, and they do have their their reasons for poo poo it. They think it's kind of creepy that a uh, elf is watching their kid, and they use it as kind of a you're using it you're getting behavior you're using a guilt thing. It, come on, it, it's here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Do the kids enjoy it? Yeah. Yes. My daughter does. If I can't they, speak for other, if kids. they do. Do it. If they don't, then don't do it. And shut your mouth. 
But there's something about this. While, while, while you know, people want to say that it's creepy because an elf is watching them and it, it could give them nightmares or it could give them a complex later on and send them to a psychiatrist's office when they're in their 30s that they have this these complexes that will be traced back to the elf on the shelf. That's fine. But the whole Santa thing to begin with is, is, is kind of weird. Because think about He the, sees you when you're sleeping. He you. knows when you're awake. Think about the lyrics to Santa Claus is coming to town. Just think about them. Yeah, that's it's creepy. They're creepy. Better watch out. You better not cry. Better not, cry. You better not, better not pout. Telling you, telling you why. He's coming. So far, not so bad. Good. Not bad. So good. He's making a list. Making a list. Checking it twice. Checking it twice. Mm-hmm. So hey, that's standard Santa thinking. Claus yeah. I see no problems with this now. thus far. Yeah. He sees you when you're sleeping. Now, what? He knows when you're that, I mean, now it gets weird. It gets weird. He sees you when you're sleeping. So be good for goodness' he knows sake. When you're awake. So right there. That's an ultimatum. I mean, people are that is. People are blaming the elf <laughs> on the shelf. But at the end of the day, it's not the elf. I mean, th- th- this whole thing has been going on for as long as we can remember Santa Claus. Kids don't think like that. I'm sorry. These are also the you're parents right. who want to put their kids in a bubble to protect them from the news and things forever. Of course, you're going to keep that innocence, but. I do think there's a line though, and I, I think this. I think the elf on the shelf is on the right side of the line. Although this new thing that debuted this year, I think this is over the line, and even I think this is creepy. It's kind of along the same lines as the elf on the shelf, because for those of you who don't know, the whole whole idea of the elf on the shelf is the elf comes to your house each and every morning in a different location and watches your kid and then reports back to Santa at mm-hmm. the end of the day. That's the whole idea of the Elf There's on the like Shelf. There's a book with it, right? Yeah, and, and there's a TV special yeah. and everything. So that's the whole idea of the Elf on the Shelf. Well, they have uh, someone released this brand new Christmas tree ornament that is a Santa cam. I've seen this. And it's just your normal ornament Christmas ball type deal. Yeah. With what appears to be a surveillance camera painted yeah. on it. Or sometimes they even go a little more uh, high-tech than that, and it appears to be a lens like glued to the ball. Oh, uh, okay. And that camera is supposedly feeding surveillance video to Santa at all times. Well, see, that's a little weird. To me, that is a little voyeuristic. Because it's not just looking in on, on Nancy and, and Johnny. It's looking on mommy and daddy. And, yeah. You know I mean? That's going to get a little awkward. Let's say you know, mommy and daddy are sitting on their sofa yeah. watching Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah, watching a little Westworld. And one thing leads to another. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Speaking of Westworld, how many women do you think are watching Westworld? None. <laughs> and if they are, I want to meet them. <laughs> Best answer. None. None. I, I, I don't know one. I don't know why they would. <laughs> I really don't know why they would. And first of all, I don't know why would women would want to go to Westworld. No, there's nothing there for women. No, there's nothing there for them. <laughs> there's nothing, there's there, nothing there for them. No. Which is also a little weird. It's like kind of like a, you know, like a hot dog party. My, yeah, it's a sausage fest. It's a sausage fest. I don't know if we could say that, but it's a sausage fest. <laughs> wait, 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 hold on, wait, 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 wait. First of all, we're on the internet and seven people are listening. Second of all, you said hot dog party. <laughs> I know. Sausage. How is hot dog party better and or worse than sausage fest? Because hot dog is a little more risque. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's been a long day. I have no idea. <laughs> it's not like you said palooza. I gotta put a mark. It kind of is. Um, but um, 
Robbie's all a fluster now. I am. So listen. Oh, where were we? I don't know. Um. Hmm. Okay. Westworld. Why would a woman what? watch it? Yeah. There's no reason. I can't think of a reason. There isn't. A Maybe reason. James Marsden. No one's. No chick is watching Westworld for Anthony Hopkins. No. Or um uh um Ed O'Neill. Ed O'Neill's in it. Not Ed O'Neill. That's that's Al Bundy. Yeah, Ed so, Harris. Oh, Ed Harris. I'm like Ed O'Neill's in it. I mean, I'm I'm a few episodes behind. <laughs> Ed O'Neill. My bad. Ed O'Neill comes in and starts scratching himself. By the way, speaking of Anthony Hopkins, yeah, is there a dude? But this is like the most like stream of consciousness show we've ever done in oh, our lives. Oh yeah, this is all over the place. Um, speaking of Anthony Hopkins, like we like he's he's been knighted, right? Yeah, he's Sir Anthony. He's Sir Anthony he, Hopkins. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, like, uh, you know, I th- he, like I've said this before. His voice, like, I could listen to Anthony Hopkins read basically anything. Mm-hmm. Great, like, there's it's not just his diction; it's his cadence; it's everything. He just he's got this great voice, and it's the accent; it's everything wrapped together. Like, maybe in England, it's no big deal, but here in the states, yeah, it's, it's perfection. Like when when you when you watch uh, uh, the, uh, the Grinch, the, the Grinch, thank you, mm-hmm. uh, and you hear him be in the narrator. Yeah, that makes that movie. It's awesome, Jim Carrey is great but seriously that narration really pulls it together. well like here's the thing you, you can play that narration as a standalone and it would be fantastic yeah, you don't it's yeah. a, take it outside of the movie and his narration is out of this world so he's this all-time great actor i mean he was silence in the lamps you know he yep. is he's this all like i think he's probably one he's, he's won an oscar right I I would hope so. He's had to have won an Oscar. They better give him one if they did it. And, and he's in Westworld, and you know he's that same kind of guy in Westworld where you just you want to watch him. Like you, he, when he's on the screen, uh, you want to you want to listen to him, you want to watch him, you want to hear what he has to say. There's just something about Anthony Hopkins that uh, I want to watch. And you think about him being in all these high class movies and these high concept shows. Like face it. West Westworld is a high concept show. Like there oh, is some, is. there's 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 layers of this show. I'm enjoying the show, but trust me, I don't understand the show. Yeah. This show is not made for someone of my intellect. And the reason I like him too is like at first you want to like him, and then you're like, hmm. yeah, no spoilers. We got yelled at on Twitter for. And yeah. by the way, we didn't give any spoilers, dude. Who was that? Someone yelled at us. At really? Him. Yeah. Oh. What yeah. the heck? Yeah, a social media director doesn't know. I uh, he don't won, follow these people. He won Best Actor back in 1992. <laughs> For so what? The, uh, Silence of the Lambs. So Best well, Actor in, the last time. in 1992, Silence of the Lambs, great in Westworld, uh, just uh, iconic voice. Did you see that Anthony Hopkins is going to be in the next Transformers movie? Yes, I did see that. By the way, that kind of – I don't know if it makes me want to see the Transformers movie or ruins Anthony Hopkins. No, uh, I think he's going to bring a new – uh, he better be the bad guy. I'm leaning towards it ruining Anthony Hopkins. Really? Yes. You don't like the Transformers? I. It's not that I don't like the Transformers, but there are certain actors I feel should just stay away from certain movies. And it, there are these certain movies that are directed by Michael Bay. Like, I feel like anything done, <laughs> directed by, or has Michael Bay's name on it, should not have any Os- could not have any Oscar-winning actors in it. Well, it didn't It's ruin- like Charlize Theron being in the new Fast and Furious movie. Yeah, that's weird. But it didn't break Marky Mark. He was in the last one. It didn't break. Kelsey. Not an Oscar winner. That's true. Kelsey Grammer, but he's an Emmy winner. He's an Emmy. Kelsey Grammer. But Kelsey Grammer was in X Men. Yeah, he was Beast. That's true. <laughs> he was blue and hairy. Who else was like? There has to be other people that. No, been there's there. been no one else. Yeah. Name a more accomplished actor who's ever been a in a in a. <laughs> series of movies. <laughs> Megan Fox. Okay. Yeah, but more accomplished. <laughs> By the way, why am I? I'm so tired. I'm cursing up a storm. Seriously. Yeah. 
You no, can't. I can't think of it. <laughs> I, I can't think. I mean, sorry for that pause there, but I'm trying to think. You can't. You can't. Yeah, but, I can see that. I think it might ruin Anthony. No, I don't think it it's will. It's going to. Like, you want to talk Michael uh, Caine or Jeremy Irons as Alfred in these Batman movies, but these Batman movies are at least a little, they're a little more well-received, and there's a little yeah, more thought to them more than rid- the Transformer movies. Yeah, they're a little ridiculous, the Transformer movies. Is it a little? Well, yeah. They're big robots. <laughs> but that's that. people. I mean, it's Michael Bay. Everything's big with Michael Bay. It is. I believe that's why Will Smith has not uh, been nominated all that much, or even, or, or you know, for an Oscar because of Bad Boys. <laughs> it all goes back to Bad Boys. It all goes back to Martin Lawrence and Michael and Bay. Michael Bay. I just, I think once, once you, <laughs> once you tie your, 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 uh, your rope to that ship, he's an anchor of your career. There's no turning back. Hmm. But you know, is Megan Fox ever going to win an Oscar? Oh. Well, in my time, I hope. Does Mark Wahlberg, will he ever win an Oscar? Seriously, maybe for Patriots I think, Day? I think he would more than, I mean, Megan Fox probably well, yeah. even allowed in the building. That's an extreme, yeah. extreme example. I would say, no, but I don't even think him. Kelsey Grammer's not winning anything. I mean, Emmy, because Frazier was really great, but... Huh. <laughs> Michael Bay saying? is pretty much the, like a career ender, <laughs> it seems. <laughs> it's, I mean, you're gonna make, and it's not even a career because you're, you're gonna make millions of dollars yeah. doing whatever movie he puts you in. See, but that's the question: Would you rather have millions and millions of dollars or a little golden man? I want the money. Yeah, I have I'm, no problem with it because guess what? Most of the movies that win those little golden men are some guy playing a piano for six and a half hours, and then and you just watch it. It's like this Manchester by the Sea movie everyone's talking about right now that stars Casey Affleck. All I've heard about that movie. Is when you come out of it, you want to go to the top of a of the tall building and leap off. Like How you, is Casey Affleck in an Oscar buzz movie? Because apparently this movie's great. Apparently it is. Apparently it's just a he fantastic was in Ocean's film. Movies. <laughs> How is, how is he? I, I know I love movies. him too, but how is he in the Oscar? Like it's it's so weird that some of these obscure movies just come out and they throw these actors in who you would never think that are, and all of a sudden they're like Casey Affleck's a pretty good actor. He he was the goofball in those movies, but I, I've heard this movie is so flipping, just absolutely depressing, depressing that you can't even believe it. See, I don't go to movies to be depressed. No, I don't either. I go to movies to have fun. I go to and, movies, and we talked about this in the air the other day with uh, with, with uh, Dan when he was in. Uh, I go to movies to escape. Yeah. I want to have some fun. You want to be in drenched. I want to laugh. I, I want to be on the edge of my seat. Yeah. I don't want to come out and be like, oh, I'm kind And too, like, these, these, these movies that you go see that don't have, like, loud noises and, and visually amazing. Like, if you're going to watch, like, uh, like the, one of these movies, these artsy-fartsy movies. I like, don't need the loud noises, but I don't want to feel like crap when I come out of the movie theater. But I don't want to – I wouldn't spend that money. Like, that's a rental for me. You know I'm mean? with like, you. But, like, you know, I don't even want to watch it if, it, if, if, well, I, yeah. if a movie's going to make me feel bad. Yeah. Or or make me feel uncomfortable. Yeah, I don't want to watch it. If that makes me like a simple person, so be it. Like I don't want to. That movie that won all the awards, um, Spotlight. That uh, last year, uh, it was about the. Uh, I think it was the Boston Globe uh, talking about the scandal that included the uh, priests in the Catholic Church. Oh yeah 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 yeah. I remember now. Like that's. I'm sure that was a fantastic movie. Had a great cast. Really did. But that 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 stuff. It's gonna make me uncomfortable. Yeah, I know it's stuff you should you should have to deal with, and I, it sucks for the people who had to deal with that and, and went through that that sort of uh, just trial in their lives, and it's just terrible. And those people should be dealt with who 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 yes. put that on those kids. But at the end of the day, I I, I there's an I, I deal with enough crap. Yeah, I, I want if I'm watching a movie, if, if I'm dedicating two hours of my life to a movie, I want to have a good time. Well, guess what? I'm also gonna have to spend three hundred dollars to go to a movie. 
and be depressed. Yeah. I'll just look in a mirror for free if I want that. <laughs> just take my hat off. Yeah. <laughs> look how bald I am. Yeah. I'll look take how... my shirt off. I'll just look at my bank account. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be depressed. By the way, just really quickly. Yeah. Speaking of the whole like Pope thing and like that, you talked about the Catholic Church and yeah. stuff. The new speaking sh- of molestation, the new show on HBO by the young Pope. Yes, that looks really good. Looks really with good. Jude Law. Which, yes. by the way, of all the actors in the world who are not badasses, yeah, uh, like Jude Law is at the top of that list because he's got a receding hairline that makes mine and he rocks and it. he lo- yeah he looks and he look he, he looks amazing. Yeah, like he don't f with Jude Law yeah. as the young pope. This, I, by the way, I can't wait to all the uh, like people freak out because it's some young pope uh, smoking, <laughs> drinking, yeah, and uh, with dealing women. with women. Yeah, yeah. and, and going wait. to Westworld. Yeah, like yeah. that's how I imagine that. Oh, that's where he ends up. I'm sorry, I got so excited that that's where he ends up. The the season finale, he's on the train See? to Westworld. Here's the problem. Oh. You and I have been spending too much time together we have. because you're beating me. I know. <laughs> like I'm setting you up for these and I'm trying to get to this and you're like racing me to the end. <laughs> no problem. Did you, we got to so stop was, yelling. It's it, both of us. Did you see the light bulb too? It was like – I saw your eyes got huge yeah, I and I just like, well, he's going to finish this sentence. Oh my god. He's sitting there and he, yeah. and he just comes out in yeah. cowboy garb. Yeah. And he uh, – and uh, and Dolores is just right there in, yep. her, in, her, uh, in, in the blue dress. And she's like, hey, cowboy. Oh my god. With those blank eyes. Oh, I love it. All right. Hey, let's get into our... I, by the way, we just did 40 minutes, Yeah, and I have zero idea what we talked about. Yeah, we, we went on a real... We just... <laughs> out there, man. Let's get to our drinks and our snacks. Uh, let's do your stuff first, as we uh, are, tend to do. We have about, oh, uh, 20 minutes left before <laughs> poker starts. So I'm going to uh, reach into the cooler here. By the way, real quick. Yes. So I went to the beer mart, mm-hmm. the beer store, mm-hmm. not the beer mart. Went to Dion's One Stop Beverage. Okay. Great sponsor of the Morning Pint on the WEE Morning Show. There you go. Nice plug. And I, I was looking for some beers, and we have some craft stuff, but it's poker night, and most times on poker night, you're drinking beer to drink the beer and to bust balls and to have a good time. You're not really drinking beer to enjoy the craft beer. Yeah, exactly. So I, I always like to have like Miller Lite on hand for poker night, and these were on sale. Oh, pounders. <laughs> 16-ounce pounders. I love pounders. So we're, I, I love pounders. We're going to have a little pounder action tonight. I love pounders. It's going to be a good time. It will be. So what do you got for us here drink-wise? You want to do your drink or your snack first? We can do my drink first. I, to be honest with you, I don't even know how to pronounce this. I, uh, I think it's Pellegrino. Okay. With an S? San Pellegrino? Let me see it. San Pellegrino? Yeah, right, right, right. Yes, Anyways, it's San Pellegrino. A, it's like an like a carbonated orange juice, and I've always I go to Russo's a lot over in Wine Missing, and they have these all over the place, and it has like a little fancy like like a like aluminum. It's got like a foil top yeah, to it, but it still has the old uh, can. It's fancy pop top, and, I, and I'm excited for this because I've never tried it. I'm not a big fan of sparkling water. I'm not either, but I would tell you this is this appears to be a uh, much more of a sparkling juice than anything else. Oh, and it smells nice. Doesn't it? I get the citrus. Yeah, yeah, it's in there. Yeah. All right, let's try this. Go ahead, dig in. He's uh, going right from the can. I have the uh, I have oh. the the cup. Mm-mm. Not a big fan. No, that's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad I've never gotten this before. That's awful. Let's move right along. No, I can't. I here's the thing. Oh, with, sp- with, what? with Spar- these sparkling um, beverages, I know the fancier ones are terrible. If you go to Walmart and get like a sparkling water that costs thirty nine cents, normally it's okay with the flavoring. Yes, yeah, they're good. Mm-hmm. They're drinkable. Mm-hmm. If you are a soda freak like me and you're trying to kind of 
get yourself off the soda, you can deal with those. That's undrinkable. Yeah, like, like I can't drink in this and say, ah. It doesn't even taste like orange. No, it, it's, it tastes it, like... Metal. Yeah, it has... Carbonated ha- metal. It has a weird... Mm. What's the word I'm looking for? I don't like Metallic? Not metallic. It, uh, definitely artificial. Ass? <laughs> Ass could be it. Definitely artificial, but it has a weird... It, it, it's almost un, undescribable. It, it's not good. No, it's not. It's not good. Let's get into your snack here. Yeah. You got uh, popcorn half naked yeah. from Good Health. Enjoy being good. Is there anything on here that I... Oh. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. It's all about lifeitude. At Good Health, we believe secret... Oh, damn it. <laughs> Take two. It's all about lifeitude. At Good Health, we believe the secret to a great lifeitude aka loving life to the fullest is feeling good yeah good and sometimes in this wonderful life feeling good means bringing the heat <laughs> this is why we add blazing buffalo seasoning to our amazingly delicious air popped half naked popcorn with only 34 calories per cup it's the smart way to satisfy your hot wing craving so you can enjoy being good i can listen it's like morgan freeman Anthony Hopkins and you. Mm, uh, give it. I smell the buffalo. Give it a little sniff there. Stick your face in that. Oh yeah. All right, here. Pour me a little bit onto this napkin. Oh jeez. What could possibly go wrong? What could possibly go wrong? That's good. That's good. Right. Hold your fire. All it right. smells very buffalo. It does. Don't taste it. A little bit. Here's the problem. Yeah. Popcorn. Of all the snacks that hold a flavor, it's tough for the buffalo, I would imagine, to grab the popcorn. Yeah. I will tell you, while it doesn't taste buffalo, there is a little spice. It's a heat. It's a heat. There's it's a heat a, to a it. Kick. Well, good. Okay. They're not bad. I wouldn't call them buffalo. I think you could have got away with just saying spicy popcorn. Mm-hmm. I really don't taste the blue cheese, though. I mean, it says blue, so I assume there's some kind of blue cheese in there. Maybe it's just sad. Yeah. All right. It's okay. My snacks and drinks suck today. <laughs> I'm sorry. This doesn't suck. No. It's just underwhelming. Yeah. Again, we get these snacks, and they, they advertise this flavor, and a lot of times it's not there. Yeah. Okay. Right. Once again, dealer's choice. Oh. I have three options for you. Okay. We have Hawaiian Punch. Oh. Fruit, juicy, red, soft and chewy bites. Okay. We have leftover from last week, M&M Coffee Nut. It's mm. a winning flavor in the shareable size. All right. And we have the Takis Guacamole Tortilla Chips that are the rolls. I've been thinking about those Takis since last week, right. so let's dig into those. We're going Takis. Takis. We'll put the candy off to the side. Yep. Because I'm not a sweet guy. I, I like the crunchy and salty and the spicy. I love guacamole. How, how are your thoughts on guacamole? Oh, I love guacamole. Love I could guac. just eat guacamole by a spoonful. Like, yeah. I mean, seriously. I love guacamole. I love when they come up to your table and they make it for you right at the table side. That's really good. Mm, 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 mm. I don't get guac. That's <laughs> an interesting flavor. No, I don't like them. I, I'm here's the thing. It's weird. I could eat them, but to me, they don't taste like guacamole. No, it's just we. It's weird. You know when people sometimes go overboard 
on the lemon in the guacamole. Mm-hmm. That kind of, yeah. That's kind of what this tastes like. See, like the guacamole on the on the on the pitcher looks great. That cilantro sprig in there, tomato, onion. Now I want guacamole. I know I didn't get any for the poker night. Um, we're disappointing. Yeah, this is an underwhelming snack, and well, maybe your drink. What's your drink? Maybe that will save it. Man, I hope that that saves it because these snacks are pretty pretty bad. Here's what happened. <laughs> okay. All I right. Sh- <laughs> I shoved all out of my mouth. Um, I bought a flying dog sampler pack. Oh, okay. Love flying dog. I adore flying dog. Mm-hmm. Flying dog is quickly raising and rising in my um, rising in my brewery rankings because I had a um, sampler pack of theirs over the summer, and not often you get like a twelve pack and has four different beers in, and you like all four beers. Yeah, I liked all four of the summer of the beers I got this summer. I've had three of the beers in this sampler pack in this Christmas sampler pack so far. I had their Christmas IPA, very good. Mm-hmm. I had the, I think it's called Horchata Lager, Ooh, okay. which is kind of this lager with cinnamon. Very good. Okay. And there was this stout that my wife liked, and I tried it. It was pretty good. I'm not a huge stout guy, mm-hmm. so I'm a bit, but I, I could drink it. We saved this one. This is the Raspberry Leaf Ale, and uh, apparently all these beers were supposed to be able to pair with cookies, and the idea of this pairs with a lemon sugar cookie. Oh, neat. So that's the whole idea of this entire sampler. It says each of these beers in this pack were brewed by Marylanders for Marylanders using Otterbein's Cookies, a Baltimore mainstay since 1881 with Flying Dog Crusader for Craft Beer in the past 25 years. So here's what we got. We got this Flying Dog Raspberry Leaf Ale. I still say of all the shows we've done, we've done, you know, 25 plus now, um, the, the Old Bay one is still one of my favorites. It's fun. It's different. Yeah. And it really tasted great. And it had just the perfect amount. Yeah. And when you first brought that, I'm like, oh, this is going to be horrible. And it really surprised me. So I really like that. So this is the Raspberry Leaf. I have not had this one. I've kind of saved this because as far as I was concerned, this is kind of the most unique of all the beers that were in this sampler pack. Again, the other three, I'm not a – it was either Porter or Stout. Either way, I'm not a huge guy with with either of those. I will drink them. Mm Mm-hmm. But that's not my go-to. Well, and the the doggy style pale ale is yeah. one of my favorite. I would pale tell you, I, I don't think we have any more. I think I think I drank them all. Excuse me, that horchata lager surprised the hell out of me. Like hmm. I, I brought it with to my sister's birthday last weekend, and I honestly thought it would be a throwaway. Like I would sip it and not like it and hand it off to somebody else. I love it. I had one last night, and and I, and I still loved it. So this is a raspberry leaf ale. This is good. It's a little sweet. I mean, I assume. It's different. It's good though. Here's what Flying Dog does really well. It, it's so it's. Yeah. They make a good beer, then they add whatever they're going to add to it. Whether in this Horchata Lager, it was cinnamonish, cinnamony flavors, or in this one it's this raspberry leaf, but it's not overwhelming. No, it's not enough that I can't say, "Oh, that's too much raspberry." It literally sweet. is the perfect amount of flavoring. It's yeah, they're very good. They're really they're really surprising me and. Not surprising me, but they're really impressing me. All right, let's go through our rankings here. Uh, we'll start with your San Pellegrino orange beverage. Zero. I'm with you. Yeah. It's not good. Pile of suck. <laughs> it's not good. How about your half uh, naked uh, popcorn? Two and a half. Yeah, I'll give it like a two and a half. It's not bad. It just, again, I don't get the buffalo. I get the spicy. Yeah. And a little bit of spicy, but not the buffalo. You melt some butter, you throw it on there. Now we're talking. Uh, yeah, I will go without the butter. I think it's uh, it's just about as good as it's going to get. Uh, my Takis guacamole crap. 
Uh, two and a half. I'll give them like a two because they had the crunch and a little bit of a saltiness. I always like the roll tortillas. And I could eat them. Uh, and this raspberry leaf ale. I'm going to give this a three and a quarter. I'm going to give it a three and uh, 3.75. Yeah, it's good. Because I do enjoy it. It's smooth. It's not overly a hoppy. So for people who don't like the hops, they're going to like this. I think this is a quality beverage, and uh, I'm definitely going to uh, drink the rest and, of it. And every time I hear you hear fruit, you get a little. I get worried because it's going to be oh, it's going to be sweet. Is it going to be... Just gimmicky, like the watermelons and things like that. This is actually very good. Done it's well. Not so much the fruit that I get worried about. I'll tell you what worries me. It's the seasonal beers, and this came in a seasonal pack. Sometimes mm-hmm. with the seasonal beers, they go overboard, and it starts with the, um, the pumpkin beers. They go overboard with all the seasonings that you add in pumpkin pie. This, totally not overboard. Yep. Just right. Very good. Just I right. enjoy it. All right. A couple other things I want to get into here. Before we uh, kind of bail, I'm going to save this. I have this story here. It's a Christmassy story. We will save that until our next show, which will be our Christmas special Aww. here on the uh, 222 podcast. A couple other things I want to get into. Uh, and I want to tell you, I just found out about this tonight, so I'm going to have to read you a story. Okay. Story time with Uncle Mike. Aww. I'm going to read you a story about a brand new game show that's going to debut in Russia. Oh, what were you shaking your head about? I thought the show with the guy from the Talking. Are you going to say the guy with the Talking Dead? Uh, he has a show coming up. Chris Hardwick. Show. Yes, looks very. I was very excited about that. But go ahead. I'm sorry. This is a game show out of Russia, and it's going to be called Game Two Winter. And what they're going to do is this July, they're going to drop a bunch of contestants into Siberia for nine months. And basically, while they're there, anyone goes. It's like Hunger Games. It's like Hunger Games meets Survivor, and whoever is standing at the end wins one point six million dollars. So if three people are standing. No, no, no. Oh, it's one person. One point six million dollars. Let me just. I'm just I just want to yeah, read yeah, you the story read, because this me, is this is sounds crazy. It's it's so crazy. I don't want to screw it up. Putin's the executive producer. Game 2 Winter, a soon-to-be-filmed Russian reality TV show, will drop 30 contestants into the wilds of Siberia for nine months, at the end of which one of them will nab a $1.6 million prize. The rather drastic catch of the show, which will be filmed around the clock starting in July, anything goes, even if anything includes a crime. Each contestant gives consent that they could be maimed or even killed. What? Everything is allowed. And let me list how they list everything. Okay, let me let, tell you how they list everything. This is like a little scary. It's scary S. Let me tell you how they list everything. And just listen to the order of how they list everything and sit back and enjoy. Fighting. Alcohol. Murder. <laughs> rape. Smoking. <laughs> oh, I like how rape and smoking are right next to fighting. <laughs> fighting is the first one, then alcohol, murder. then murder, rape, and then smoking. Because so apparently, Rush is very worried about lung cancer. A few of these things are not like the other. Uh, that is what uh, Eve uh, or anything it says. Interesting. Par- interested parties have to be eighteen and mentally sane. Why? How could you be sane and apply for this? Yeah, will be allowed to bring knives, but no guns, and will need to sign a waiver. The show creator, whose name is Yevgeny, shocking, believes the $165,000 price tag, that's what they have to pay to play. So you have to pay to play 
uh, will lure rich and risky participants. Some contestants will also be selected via an online vote. The players will get basic survival training by Russian special forces and will each receive a camera to document their time in a place populated by bears and wolves where temps could drop to minus 40 degrees. There will be zero camera crew, just 2,000 cameras scattered around the countryside. And this uh, creator says 60 people have so far applied to be a part of the show, including some people from the U.S. Well, if I'm going to be dropped in Siberia in these conditions, I want to be trained by the best. I want to be trained by the Russian special forces. Because nobody I mean, cause, says yeah. the, t- the uh, best of the best, like yeah. Russia. But can you imagine? Uh, no. How is this? Like th- this can't, It can't be real. It can't be real, right? It, it, I, mean, I mean, it's from Newser dot com, man. No, no, I mean, like, I think it's real, but like, not real. Do you know what I mean? I mean, because there, I mean, maybe again, Russian TV. I'm assuming is different than our TV. I think Russia in general is well, different yeah, and they than can get away do. with a lot more. But I can't imagine them putting on the air someone getting raped or murdered. I, I or mean, smoking. I mean, it's like Hunger Games. It's like I've forgotten how to talk into a microphone too. As I keep yelling into this freaking thing, my my whole thing is. Like, what waiver could stand up? Yeah, it, it's very it's very surprising. I mean, this is kind of like... I mean, I thought you were going to say something like funky where you had no, to no. Like, drive through mud. This is a real thing. This is insane. Isn't it insane? Like, this is the... Like, they, they have all these weird game shows in Japan. Yeah. Where people do really goofy stuff. But nothing like this, man. This is the, this is the oddest thing I've ever heard in my life. Wasn't there a TV show or a movie... About this, where they went in, they had to kill people, and then I mean, it was called Hunger Games. I mean, not Hunger Games, but there's, wasn't Stone Cold in it. <laughs> Might have been something like that, where they took prisoners. Yeah, prisoners. That's right. Yeah, and yeah. They, yeah, yeah. And then they, they had to survive. Yeah. yeah so that's, By the way, how comes no one's ever brought that up? That predated Hunger Games. Yeah, it's true. It's kind of yeah. It's, so Hunger Games should thank Stone Cold. Didn't, shouldn't Susan Collins? Isn't that who wrote Hunger Games? Shouldn't she <laughs> yeah. like send Stone Cold a little like yeah. uh, fruit basket yeah. or an edible arrangement? Uh, at least a fruit cake. <laughs> Something. I mean, tis the season. Wow. But this is an absolutely honest to goodness real thing. And then you got to. So not only could you die raped, be raped, or smoke, or, or smoked, or, or get drunk, um, you have to pay a. By the way, one of two of those, one of those things is going to happen tonight. <laughs> to me. Um, 163000 you have to pay to get in. 165000 165000 to get By in. By the way, if it was 163000 that would be the weirdest. I'm in. <laughs> For 163, now you crossed the line when you said 165. I was in for 163. Can you believe that? No. Absolutely, uh, just uh, the weirdest thing. I, I kind of want to watch though. In qu- I know. Now I'm interested. Like again, I don't want to watch anything that makes me uncomfortable. But I, I'm going to follow this story just because I want to see if it's actually real. If, is that real life? I'm wondering if it's like they're setting this up. But you know how reality TV is kind of fake. I'm wondering if it is. Wait, kinda- wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Hold up. I'm sorry to break it to you, folks. I'm sorry, but it's true. There's one reality show that is real. Total Bellas? No, no Total Bellas. <laughs> I will tell you, and uh, I, I have a problem, and I think that's the first step to getting help. It is. If Impractical Jokers is Uh-oh. on TV, even if I've seen the episode, it's funny. I will watch that show, and I'll tell you what, because I want to I, I want to join their crew. <laughs> I want to be the fifth Impractical Joker. Like, if one of them... Uh, comes down with some violent illness and <laughs> needs some time off. I want to pinch hit. But you couldn't do the tattoo thing that they do. Like, didn't they do a tattoo thing? They, well, that was a that was a punishment. And if need be, I would do it. Wow. For a TV show. Well, true for TV I would show. do it. There's not much I want. I to love TV that show. show. I tweeted out something about uh, an episode in Joe Gatto. 
tweeted me back. Over, really? Yes. I'm a little, I'm a little pissed off that Jericho didn't, didn't tweet us back. I know. We did our lists, and we tweeted out to Jericho, and he tweets out all these other uh, jabronis yeah. who tweet him numbnut stuff. Yeah, yahoos. Yeah, and then us, when we did something with his gimmick, nothing. No, I've been tweeted by three WWE superstars. Okay, who have you been tweeted by? Uh, Jim Ross. Okay, that's good. Jerry the King Lawler. Oh, that's pretty cool. And Sasha Banks. <laughs> Which is amazing. Yeah, the Sasha Banks thing, by the way, was leave me alone. No, it was. Cease and desist. What's your number, big boy? (laughs) Cease and desist. I really thought this was going to come through. I really did. I mean, there's a little part of me. I mean, I tweet these other people. I'm like, eh. But I really thought. But he's always replying to people. That's what I thought. Always replying. All right, one last quick thing. People have lost their minds. People have lost any kind of uh, resemblance of common sense. Did you see this? A little uh, Photoshop picture that was floating around the internet of the Fisher-Price Happy Hour playset. Oh, yes. Someone created this, and it is obviously 100% fake. And yet people all over the country lost their minds and started basically protesting Fisher-Price and sending them messages. So much so that the people at Fisher-Price had to release a statement saying this product is not endorsed produced or approved by Fisher Price. I forget where I read this, but I read that it actually affected their stock price. Yeah. Like that's insane. That's I mean this had nothing to do with Fisher Price. Someone just made a joke. That's how much people have just lost their ability to think for themselves. <laughs> I mean that's seriously what it is and you look at this whole thing about Facebook fake news. Yeah. By the way, if you think something is so odd, news-wise, that it can't possibly be true, and it's not from NBC, ABC, CBS, CNN, MSNBC, or Fox News, yeah. Google it. Well, And guess what? It's probably not going to be true. If you're getting your news exactly. only from blogs, yeah. and I, I, by the way, all these people are talking about cracking down, like Facebook needs to crack down on fake news. I think Facebook should allow fake news people to run wild because it should be just like uh, natural selection. Like if you're too stupid to realize you're reading fake news... Then move on. Do you know? Do you, I, I can't deal well, with that because I. You know how much stuff I run into on the internet on a daily basis that I'm I, I'm I'm s- smart enough because of just living thirty eight years to know that I can't go on the air with it. But this is and this is a nonpartisan comment. Okay, so people don't get all upset. By the way, anytime anyone says this is a nonpartisan comment, it's almost always a partisan well, comment. It's really not. But this is what I'm saying. There are politicians on both sides who are blaming elections and such. On fake news, this is what we've come to. If 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 that's actually the case, then these people shouldn't be allowed to vote. I'm agree with you. If, you, if that, should almost, <laughs> that should almost be a uh, prerequisite. You should have to take a little test. Is this news story real or fake? And if you get too many wrong, your voting card should be revoked. I, mean, I think on both sides it was ridiculous this this year. It's crazy. It's just I mean, fake news. If you get your news from Facebook, there's a problem. There is a problem. If you get I mean, Facebook, should be for sharing food, kids' pictures, and other uh, ridiculous nonsense that you're doing. And why wouldn't you get your news from us? Yes, we're not fake. This is we're real. The, we're this real. Is where you should come from 100 son for your news tune in next week <laughs> download it. it'll be your christmas special we'll have some christmas tunes if you want to hear a certain christmas song during our christmas special yes by all means let us know yeah reach out to us yeah somehow yes if only they could reach out to us somehow, how could mike. they do it well perhaps you could follow us on twitter at mike and robbie on facebook facebook.com slash mike and robbie and email you us email you email, email you email you thank you and Anthony us. hopkins um, <laughs> our uh, your request two twenty two mnr at gmail dot com. By the way, I'm in desperate need. If Santa's listening, 
mm-hmm. for new windscreens because these things are disgusting. I've never looked at them. Mine is awful. Like really? mine is. <laughs> well, here you've owned yours. I've never really owned this. This is mine now, but I don't know whose mouth has been on this. Yeah. Well, I don't know. You think I mark the microphones when I when I tear them down? You could be using the mic that I've used. I, it's God knows what's going on with these, but that's going to do it. Episode twenty-seven in the books. Stay warm. Have a great week. And uh, we'll be back with our Christmas special uh, before the end of the week next week. Yeah, looking forward to it. All right, it's poker time. It's poker time. And more beer. More beer. Drinking beer and playing cards with Cousin Mel. It's not Christmas without Grandma.